This is Women in STEM Career and Confidence, the podcast for scientific and professional women who want to restore confidence, make meaningful impact, and balance the things and people that mean most to them. I'm Dr. Hannah Roberts, and I'll be sharing with you insights and inspiration into the mindset and skill set to help you navigate your career and lead powerfully. It's recorded live and outdoors. So anything could happen. Good morning, everybody. A bit of a change this morning. I'm not in my car. <laughs> um, I'm down by the canal. In fact, it's just, um, yeah, the noisy canal. <laughs> I've just been past the heron, but um, I'd already set this up, so I couldn't take a nice picture. Um, welcome to the show this morning and this week. I mean, what a day yesterday. <laughs> What a day yesterday. So it was my first in-person workshop since pre-COVID existed. And um, and I drove down to Bristol. I had a really, really nice day with everybody. Definitely missed being in the room with people. There's definitely an element that gets missed when you're um, working virtually. Let's get past some people. One sec. morning there we go. so drove down to Bristol had a really nice day and it's always a testament to workshops when people come to talk to you afterwards so that was lovely then I get home and the kids are starting to play a trick on me so they say um nothing Elsie comes running out she's on the three she says nothing to see here nothing to see here I'm like what's going on I walk into the lounge and they say um uh, I've broken my arm, says Simpson. And then they all shout, tricked you. And then he pulls out an actual broken arm. And I mean, I've been in the workshop all day, so I hadn't even, I literally hadn't even spotted that I'd had a missed call from the school, luckily, because I think I might have gone, I can't do the workshop, I've got to leave now. So um, I'm quite pleased that nobody, that Mark didn't contact me or any of the others didn't contact me because. I just would have been worried and I probably would have driven faster than the speed limit to get home um, and there's probably nothing I could have done anyway it would have all have happened by the time I got home. He's fine he's broken one of the bones in his left arm I never know I know tibias together fibula fibula is on the outside um I'm not entirely sure which one it is I'll have to have a look when um you only get half a tail from someone else so I'll I'll get all the information I need when we get to the fracture clinic. So poor Jensen. Anyway, um, so that was my eventful day yesterday. But that's not what I wanted to talk to you about this morning. So this morning we have been running the Wealth Accelerator Challenge this week. And on day two, it was all about if you're not getting lots of money at work, what are you actually getting? And where are we adding the most value? In the workplace as well. So I had a question from the one of the participants about that and I wanted to take the time to answer that question now. So I can't read the question out loud while I'm also live on Facebook, it doesn't allow me to do that for some reason. So I'll give you like my version of it and I hope that I'm paraphrasing it correctly. So apologies if not. So the question starts with 
I don't like talking about money. It's definitely um, something that is related to that person's childhood where it's not okay to kind of to talk about money with other people. And many of us get that sense as well from our parents and people around us that um, we just don't talk about money. Then this person goes on to say that whenever they have felt devalued at work and wanted to um, get paid more, instead of asking for a raise or a promotion of some sort, they've actually moved, moved jobs in order to achieve that. And this person recently has actually moved jobs again, but taken a pay cut this time in order to do a job that they thought that they would love. But then it turns out that that job has changed beyond all recognition and it's no longer fulfilling the elements of what I would call career values that make you feel fulfilled in the workplace. The only thing that it's actually giving this person is flexibility with a young family which I totally get, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, I do have three children of my own, I get that flexibility is so important, and it is. So the person is asking, like, what do I do here? Do I stick it out? Do I try and ask for a raise this time? Get the feeling, and they put in brackets, but I know I wouldn't get one, even though I've never asked for a raise in my whole life, but I would never get one. And then, um, or do I start to look for something else? And then I might, you know, miss out on that flexibility that I have already. So, a couple of um, couple of things that I'm hearing here. First of all, it's the, I've never asked for a raise or a promotion in-house. I've always moved externally for that. So, this is really interesting. And <laughs> because... When you look at data on companies, one of the things that um, companies are trying their very, very best to do is retain people. They want to retain their top talent. So if you're there and telling me, I do a great job, I add great value, I just don't feel valued enough. Clearly, they're getting a lot out of this equation for, for a start. And when you move on in order to get your raise and your promotion, they're having to bring somebody else in train them up and to be honest it takes if you've ever started a new job pretty much takes somewhere between six to twelve months probably more like 12 months before you're fully up and running and really producing that value that they're looking for in return for all the investment that they put in you it takes companies a huge amount of investment to get you up to producing returns for them so they want to retain their top talent they want to retain people who can do their job essentially so they don't want to lose you so with that in mind first of all what's stopping you from asking for what you need so if you feel devalued what is it inside what do you worry will happen if you ask this is the place to consider first because the worry could be different for everybody it could be the worry that they'll say no and then what will happen? Um, it could be that they say yes, and then what will happen? <laughs> um, like more responsibility, like what's the flip end of the success um, of asking and what's the negative part of asking as well? So I'd really like you to consider those parts first. But also the fact that if we're not asking for a promotion or a raise, 
that tends to mean that we're also not asking for um either we don't have like an a career plan in terms of at least the next five years we're not we're not looked further enough into the future about what it is that we do want and articulated that to the senior leadership team or whoever it is it feels like they're not aware of what you do want because if they were you'd be having conversations and taking steps towards moving into that promotional position or whatever it is and therefore as a result you'd also naturally be having the conversations about money promotions all that stuff that goes along with it so it's ringing a few alarm bells for me in the fact that if you're not asking for a promotion it sounds like either you don't know what you want in the future or if you do you don't feel comfortable enough to articulate it to other people and what can happen as a result is we feel stagnant in our work other people leapfrog ahead because they're more vocal about voicing self-promotion and voicing what they want therefore they're more likely to get what they want if you see what I mean so this is really interesting and the other thing that can sometimes come with that collection of behaviors is challenging challenges saying no which means that sometimes you might take on too much feel overwhelmed as well with the volume of things that you said yes to because you don't want to disappoint you might have difficulty speaking up to those in what you perceive as being in hierarchical positions above you, um, you might find it more challenging speaking that way as opposed to speaking uh, colleague to colleague or colleague to um, mentee or trainee, whoever you have working um, with you. So those might be some issues as well. And you might feel that although sometimes you try to put boundaries in place, sometimes other people don't respect them and they might know that they can wheedle around you, you know. They might say no, but the tone of the voice, you can kind of gauge from that person that they don't believe that ultimately that they're going to actually say no, that you know that if you just say this and this, that they're going to say yes anyway. So you might find people don't respect what it is that you're actually saying, particularly when it comes to boundaries. And also in this kind of... Um, realm of challenges. One sec. Morning. Um, decision making can also be a challenge as well. Um, sometimes call it the indecision roundabout. So uh, where your sat nav comes up to a roundabout and you miss the exit and then it doesn't have enough time to catch up. So it doesn't know which exit and it, you keep going round. And ultimately, we just have to take an exit and then the sat nav catches up. And if it's the wrong one, it sends us back around again. But when we are in that kind of mode of operating, it can be really hard to pick, pick an exit. It can be really, really difficult. So those might also be some features of what's going on for you in um, my, my vast kind of um, knowledge of coaching. Those are some things that come hand in hand with not asking for a raise or a promotion too. So just consider if any of those are a challenge for you as well. And what I would say is that if you're not enjoying what you're doing and, and you're thinking, I need to go and move somewhere else to do that thing, first make, I always advocate to make the situation that you're in as good as it possibly can be before moving on. Because what you can find, what I think you found so far, 
is that when you move on, the same kind of challenges really play out again. Initially, you might be paid more, but over time, you get to a level and you get stuck again. And then it feels like, oh, I have to move now in order to move up. Whereas if we can solve this challenge here, you might find that this situation um, changes right before your own eyes because you've been able to ask for what you need, articulate where you want to go, and they've supported you in that process as well without even having to change change company or whatever it is that you do. So um, with that in mind, if we're trying to make the current situation as good as it can be, I want you to think about next steps here because it's probably not going to be, give me 10,000 pounds extra. It's probably gonna start with you thinking about what it is that you want to do and how that is in relationship to um, what's currently what's what's there in terms of the structure at that company but also you can kind of make up your own jobs as well that's what I did so if you don't see what it is exactly that you want to do tell them these are my natural talents this is where I add the most value this ideally is what I'd like to do is a scope to create something for me to do that and this kind of uh, management level and if not, what are the other alternatives to that? So I would start to be having some development conversations about what it is that you want. And naturally, the conversations about money will flow as a result. So I hope that helps with that one question that we had in our Wealth Accelerator Challenge. And I'm going to go home and see if I can get a jumper over the top of a broken arm now. <laughs> so... Have a good day, everybody, and see you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Women in STEM Career and Confidence. To get further support in your journey, join me in Breakthrough Unleashed on Facebook.